My name is Josie. And my name is Claire. And you're listening to The Cashew Project. So, since this is our first episode ever, we're basically just going to introduce who we are and Mm -hmm. our religious backgrounds and kind of give you an introduction to, like, what we'll be talking about on here. Yes. My... (laughs) Dad was Catholic, and my mom was Lutheran, and I was actually baptized Lutheran. When I was six years old, my mother and my sister and I converted to Reformed Judaism through the B'nai Yehuda Synagogue, and since then, I have been Jewish. We're not necessarily a super religious family, but I did go to a Jewish day school, from second grade to eighth grade and Mm -hmm. I've attended Jewish summer camp throughout then I do Jewish youth group like I love the Jewish community and traditions that coincide with that um but since I was little my parents have always wanted me to go to an all-girls school where we live which is a catholic-based institution so currently me being a sophomore I attend this all-girls catholic school as a Jew and I was also bat mitzvahed. Forgot to mention that, but it is there. And just letting you know, the because I am a Reformed Jew, I'm able to kind of, like, coincide in the Catholic community and, like, observe what they do. Because I know a lot of more observant Jews wouldn't even dream of sending their kids to another religious institution. So... Yeah. My family is very, very non-religious. We're very secular in that aspect. So, my name is Josie, and both of my parents were raised Catholic. My dad was um, went to a small Catholic grade school. Both of my grandparents on his side are pretty Catholic. Um, and then on my mom's side, my grandpa was more Catholic than my grandma. So, yeah. Anyways, um, I was baptized in the Episcopal Church. Shout out to uh, St. Matthew's. What is that? And is Episcopal? Episcopal, it's almost like Catholicism, but it's much more open and accepting. Like, priests oh, like, oh, can so be like... married, women can be priests, and also priests can be gay, which is so not accepted like Reformed in the Catholic Judaism. Church. Yeah, it's like Reformed Catholicism. Anyways, I attended a Catholic grade school, um, and I am still attending a Catholic school with Claire. We both go to St. Teresa's, and what's interesting is that I was, so I was baptized Episcopalian, but in order to receive my first communion, which in the Catholic Church is when you take the body and blood for the first time, I had to ask to receive it because I wasn't baptized in the Catholic Church. Mm. And so the reason my mom baptized me in the Episcopal Church was because eventually she wanted to let me choose um, whatever religious path I wanted to take in the future. So when you chose to take your first communion, was that your personal choice or was that like the choice of like your community's influence? I think at the time maybe it was the community's influence and also the fact that I was... Ooh, I think reconciliation is second grade, and then first communion. Okay, I don't know. I can't remember what grade <laughs> I was in, but um, I had to ask the priest to receive first, first my first communion, and he was very accepting of it. 
So I did. And I also think that part of it was just the social aspect of it. Like all of my friends were, and I was young enough that I was like, I think I want this. Um, I just think that's interesting that your mom purposely baptized you Episcopalian to give you a choice, but in the end, you really don't have a choice. Especially when you go to a Catholic school. Yeah. Because that's not a bad thing. Um, It's just the school that I went to was a little more, I'd say, conservative. I think they've gotten a little more progressive, but um, they're still roughly conservative. Um, And then I don't believe I had to ask for reconciliation, and I'm choosing not to be confirmed in the Catholic Church. My family isn't forcing me, thankfully. I did have a talk with my dad about that, and then my mom, and they were both pretty supportive of um, me asking not to be confirmed. And so that's really where we're at now. Um, So, yeah, that's basically, so both, right now, both Josie and I attend St. Teresa's Academy, all-girls Catholic school, mm -hmm. and I would say it's been an interesting experience for me so far. I would assume, because... I've gotten a lot of comments of girls who say they see me in services, and it just looks like I have... No, you don't even call it services, what do you call it, mass? Mass, yeah. Yeah, they see me in mass, I just still have yet to know what is going on. I remember the first time we actually, like, I actually started, sorry, let me repeat that. The first time you told me you were Jewish, I believe was at a debate at school, and we were sitting, and I, like, grilled you for 30 minutes about, like, what it was like being Jewish, and I don't even know if you could call it grilling, but, like, I just kept asking you questions. Well, everyone- And I I learned a lot. That's the response I get from everyone, because, like, nobody- knows especially like the background you've described like Mm -hmm. there hasn't been an opportunity for you or anyone else that attends St. Teresa's really to learn about Judaism besides what they're spoon-fed through their theology classes and so when do you go to your services like how often do you Um, go to it really depends like since my family is so secular yeah basically only high holidays for us but I know like my synagogue would like me to attend Shabbat services Friday night, Shabbat services Saturday morning, and high holidays. And then mm. a lot of my friends who Every go to... Every week? Yeah. Okay. And a lot of my friends who go to more conservative synagogues, it's like Friday night services, Saturday morning services, Havdalah services, which is Saturday night, and then like a Torah service or two during oh, the week. Oh, wow. Yeah, and like That's it just, lot. it goes from there of like yeah. how observant you are. At my old school, we would pray every single morning and we'd like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. In elementary school, we'd say a prayer before lunch, but, like, it was optional in middle school and high school. And okay. I even knew, like, really orthodox Jews who would stay after school to and, yeah, pray because okay. there's, like, a time slot, I guess, then. Yeah. Because I know you have to pray, I think it's five times? I don't know, I it's something I was gonna say, like I know it's, like... It's pretty high up can, there for yeah. the more orthodox Jews, but me, personally, I really only attend high holidays, but now... Okay. I'm actually in confirmation currently, which yes. So I'm what does guessing. that look like in the Jewish community? Because I have no idea. Similarly, I guess you. Well, wouldn't I have know no idea in the Catholic community. Yeah, but basically, okay. Confirmation is like kind of like okay. So I have my bat mitzvah, which is basically uh-huh. like becoming and that's when you're thirteen, right? Yeah. Okay. For girls, for girls, it can be twelve, but mm-hmm. not not. That's more usually more observant communities. Um, mm-hmm. But I had it when I was 13, and boys have it when they're 13. Okay. And it's becoming an adult in the Jewish community, and you, like, lead a service, and you do, like, a mitzvah project, and a mitzvah is, like, a good deed 
basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and you read from the Torah, and you have a luncheon, and you kind of have a party with, like, your whole, like, family and all your friends. Um, but confirmation mm-hmm. is when you're 16, and okay. it's basically just, like, at least for us, it's, like, you kind of sit down with the rabbi every week, and you yeah. just have a class, and you just, like, talk about, like, religious takes on, like, life, mm-hmm. I guess. And yeah. um, we have we have to do a couple service projects, and we have to attend a certain amount of services. Okay. And in May, we will go to New York and, like, oh, get the class. Yeah, cool. it's pretty cool. And then awesome. in June, we have a huge confirmation service where we, like, get confirmed. Yeah. What yeah. is, I mean... Confirmation like in the Catholic Church? Yeah. So, from what you described, I'd say it's fairly similar, where you kind of meet and sit down with, like, priests and clergy and, like, church leaders, and um, you join a youth group, and you do service projects, you know, and I think you just overall talk about religion, Um, and then you do, you have a big mass where they confirm you and all of that. There's a special oil they use, I'm pretty sure, on you. And they're like, boom, you're confirmed. And everybody's like, great, thanks. But yeah, you have to go through, like, a whole process. Um, I don't know how long it is since I said before I'm not getting confirmed. I don't know many details. Um, so I think that's really what it looks like. And I've seen pictures of confirmation groups, you know. Mm-hmm. They go on trips i think to like conferences and they sing some jesusy songs and they have fun so yeah another thing so you know hebrew yes i did forget to mention that but you know um, hebrew which is really cool because i don't know latin (laughs) and i mean i know that there was like the second vatican council so like masses aren't really said in latin anymore but i don't know latin and i'm catholic well supposed to be catholic well at least so I took Hebrew courses at my Jewish day school, and uh-huh. I would say I'm pretty fluent in it. I would say I'm, like, 85 to 90% fluent. and That's a pretty decent amount. Yeah. Though, I mean, and our services would all be in Hebrew at my school. Reform Judaism, it's more half and half, like half okay. English, half Hebrew. So, yeah, I do know Hebrew, which I guess I never really thought about it that way, where it kind of is a parallel to, like, Latin for... Catholics. Yeah. And um I would say it is more of like an observant thing to know Hebrew because like I said since the reform services have so much English in them, you wouldn't need yeah. it if you're just like reformed. Um and plus if you're going to read the Torah for your bat mitzvah or bar mitzvah, yeah. then you learn like chanting trope which is completely different it's more of like a sing-songy way yeah of like reading hebrew and you don't actually like it's more like memorizing a song rather than like memorizing like the hebrew itself okay when you're reading like directly from the torah like the haf torah which is a different thing you have to there are different there are different forms of vowels that you have to learn that are specific to the torah yeah um and it's more of just like a sing-songy way of doing it like so when you start off, you have to say amen instead of just saying amen. You'd be like, yeah. amen. Like, it's stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. So 
So it's like, Amen, Avraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov. Or if I said that normally, I'd just yeah. be like, Amen, Avraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov, which is Amen, Abraham, and Isaac. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. I I, <laughs> but I you see like, how, like... Oh, wow, that sounds pretty, but, like, <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But you see how, like, the Torah part is just more it's of, like, a song. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whereas, like, That's you know... cool. I would learn, like, the grammar and, like, how mm-hmm. to use it. And... Do you enjoy? Or, I don't know if you... Honestly... Do you like knowing Hebrew? Since I'm reformed... In the religious aspect, it's pretty useless, besides yeah. being, like, a super cool fact to tell my friends. But mm-hmm. I do have a lot of Israeli friends uh-huh. that so, I can talk with in Hebrew, so yeah. that's kind of nice. That's really cool. And you have a Hebrew name, correct? Uh, yes. When I converted, I was given the name Bahira Kohava, which means mm-hmm. bright star. Bahir means bright, and then Kohav means star star and then the ah is given at the end to make it feminine okay um and i would just go by bahira yeah and so do people call you that um like in the church like in no sorry not church community in your well like faith community all the he my hebrew teachers do okay uh but but not like besides that it's not like a name that i Mm -hmm. tell people it's kind of like did you ever have a spanish name did you ever do that no i have a french name but it's yeah my name in French. But, like, <laughs> could you choose a different name if you wanted to? Yeah. So it's kind of like that. Like, just your French teachers would call you your French name. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, that makes um. sense. Next, uh, I had another question kind of based off of the name. So I didn't say this, but when you get confirmed, you choose a name that, oh. like, a saint had. Oh. And so oh. <laughs> they, you don't do that, right? When you get no. confirmed, you don't choose another name. Just... So that's kind of will be similarly to, like, you having a Hebrew name. Like, yeah. Well, you're not called by it, but it's just, like, Well, since I converted, I was, name. like, given a Hebrew name. Yeah. But, like, I guess for, like, all my other friends who were born Jewish, yeah. it's more just, like, a second name. And then, like, okay. if you weren't really ever given a Hebrew name, it would just be, like, your normal name mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting i didn't know that so it's like inserted into your it's, name it's kind of yeah it's kind of inserted into your name um you could be named after like saint elizabeth or like so okay so your name is john john marcus doe like that is your name like where yeah. would the it would be like a second middle name almost so it'd be like from what i understand who, yeah. who is a saint i don't even know who uh, um, St. Augustine, St. Francis, or... Okay, okay. <laughs> so it would be, like, John Francis Marcus Doe. Kind of, I think. Yeah? Something like that. How many saints are there? Because that's an There's odd a thing. lot, and I'm pretty sure there's a mass where they go through all of them. Jeez there's me. a service where they go through all of them. Okay. Because um, the co- they're known as the communion of saints. Yeah. I guess mm-hmm. we kind of have, like... Why? rabbis who were famous like i know Rambam yeah. is one of them who like just helped r- write like the other books of the old testament mm-hmm. but yeah. we don't like and saints, pray to them saints are interesting or is it more like no you the fathers and do. mothers no you kind of actually do pray to a saint like saint what? anthony if you lose something people will say like a prayer to saint anthony to find that thing I forgot. You do also choose a confirmation a confirmation sponsor, someone who's already been confirmed. 
Wait, so you can be, like, made a saint today? No. Okay, okay. yes, you can, but there are certain, like, qualifications almost that have to happen. I want to say that you have to perform a certain amount of miracles. It's it's kind so of I interesting. It, it's it's cause That's why there like, aren't many saints. The four fathers and mothers, like, Abraham, Isaac, but... We don't, we don't really, like, have anything like Pick that. Like, you pray to... If you need to pray for a toothache, pray to St. Apollonia. I'll try that next time. Thank yeah. you. Or sore <laughs> eyes. What about a headache? St. Teresa of Avila. Our heckin' That's school name. That's just so odd to me, like... Also a That you pray church. to other people. Like, I just... Yeah. It's all very interesting. And, um... So I was thinking about, you know, I kind of similarly to you, I only go to mass on, like, the big holidays, like Easter, Christmas. Yeah. Um, like those. And then, but in grade school, I went twice a week. Yeah. And I don't go twice a week anymore. So oh, I really definitely weird. only go now for confirmation. Yeah. I would like to go more because I actually do really enjoy it. It's a lot more participatory what are than services like because I've never been to a Shabbat service. I mean, like like I said, it depends on how observant you are. But okay. I mean, compared to what I've seen in the Catholic Mass, it's just so much more yeah. participatory and like it's a lot more like sing song and it's not just like mm-hmm. it's just like everyone. It's more like community based rather than like I was just gonna ask when I sit you. there in mass it's like you have the choir singing and like the priest will like will be like forever and ever about something that's like all i remember yeah that's during the yeah that's during the eucharistic but like nobody in the audience sings response yeah because and i don't know if that's like just saint Teresa's or if that's like an epidemic that's across like catholic mass no i've seen it in other i've seen it in other masses i know but like I guess it does kind of depend because it's this big group of teenage girls, right? But, like, if I go to a mass, Still, like, say, if with my I'm, dad on Sunday. Like, at camp, I have the best services at camp. Like, yeah. because it's such a community-like, mm-hmm. family-based environment that we just get so, like, yeah. it's just, like, magical is really the only feeling I can describe it as. Mm-hmm. And, obviously, it's different. Like, school services, like, would not be as magical because they're, like, forced. Yeah. Um, which is more just, like, what STAs feels like. So, I just wonder, like, does it ever, like, have that feeling of, like, oh, my gosh, I'm, like, here with these people I care about and we're singing these songs that I love and it's just, like, magic. Sometimes it does, but I've only experienced that, like, on, like, a ho- for a holiday mass. I'd probably say Easter is really the only time I've ever yeah. truly, like felt something you know like there's this easter vigil mass which is oh my gosh so long it's a very long service (laughs) but it's really pretty because you start outside at least that's how we do it in my church you start outside you get a candle lit and then you have like a procession into the church Hmm. and then you kind of sing songs you have to listen to a lot of readings but it is very pretty because especially in those moments when you know i feel a lot of people actually think to go to mass. There's yeah. maybe more of a sense of community, um, but I just I've personally never really experienced that because 
I feel I've been taught more to, like, recite a prayer than, like, sing a song, you know, or Mm -hmm. do something like that. Um, So, yeah. So, there's just, as you guys who are listening can probably tell, there is so much Josie and I could discuss, which is why we've started this podcast, and you can already (laughs) see that we've gone on... Very man- many ta- tangents with just this one introduction period. I guess it has kind of all related back to, like, our backstories, though. Yeah, but we're basically, I mean, in other episodes, we'll, like, expand more on, like, these topics of, like, services and, like, holidays and, like, mm-hmm. interviews that we'll do, like, with, like, rabbis or priests or, like, teachers or just people within our communities. Yeah. And, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Or listen. I don't know.